All right, here we go. All right. Um, uh, can you say and spell your name for me for the record? Uh, Brianna Young, B-R-I-A-N-N-A-Y-O-U-N-G. Okay, you give me permission to record this conversation and everything? Yep, I do. Okay, uh, so you are the mother of Ricky Beasley's other daughter, Harlan, right? Correct, okay. yes. Now, Harlan is about how many months younger uh, than Zayla or older? Uh, four months, so they're only four months apart. Okay, so your daughter's four months younger yep. than Zayla. Okay, so you guys, mm -hmm. you and uh, Lakia were pregnant at the same time, just so people understand the context of all of that. Right, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So let me just get straight up to the questions because I have, um, basically, there's so many questions I have. I actually made a list I'm looking at to make sure I don't forget anything. And okay. also, I just want to, yeah, I just want to make sure that we clear the air on a lot of stuff because I know this is a conversation I've been wanting to have for a long time because mm -hmm. I know... When I first put out the um, interview with Lakia, my web, my Facebook page was just like lit on fire. People were all over with it. And I know you were very frustrated. So we'll get into that um, in a little while. But I just want to get to the what this, the main question straight up from the jump. Right. Do you have Zayla Walker? I do not have Zayla Walker. Did you ever have Zayla Walker? Never have had Zayla Walker in my presence, <laughs> in my, you know, household whatever i've never had zayla in my car no no never okay. had zayla walker so ricky never gave zayla to you to give to someone else correct okay and at this point you have no idea of where she is right okay i just want to make sure because people your name came up in, in this whole scenario and i want to i'm trying to figure out how that happened so so tell me how did your name get into the mix and get roped into the whole situation so, I mean, to start off it, um, I'm not the only Brianna that is involved in this case. Uh, Lakia actually has a sister named Brianna, whom they use our name interchangeably multiple times during audios and um, interviews with other people. And, you know, so um, I feel like that's where the mis that's where the confusion was. And also I was in a relationship with this man for forever. And we also have a child. So I understand how I got brought into this, but... Yeah, um, Lakia also has a sister named Brianna, who I don't, I don't think that anyone knows that about the situation. Okay. Oh. Okay, so at, at this point, um, are you in a relationship with Ricky? What is your status and what's happening there? Um, no, me and Ricky are no longer together. Um, we are very cordial, though, you know, like when he calls me, he talks to his daughter. Um, but yeah, we've been broken up for a, quite a while now, but we have always remained friends. So... You know, I'm just here with this child <laughs> yeah. thrown into this whole mix, which is unfortunate. But, you know, we just got to go with the punches, I guess. Mm -hmm. So have you had because Ricky got arrested back in, I believe, November, December. And the key has been in since I think February, March, so the past few months or so. So have you had communication with Ricky since he's been in jail? And what has he been saying? Yes, um, I talk to him pretty often or I'll go to, you know, to a visit or whatever. He hasn't really been saying much. He's just as shocked as everyone else. And for the first time, I feel like Ricky has been, you know, um, manipulated to the point of no return by this chick, you know, like he's, he doesn't, he's away from Harlan, which is his life. And it's been almost a year now since he's seen her. So, I mean, with that situation, it's like, I got to do with the, the best that I can with her, but we were not in a relationship. Um, he doesn't really say much. He just doesn't even know what to say. Mm -hmm. So, so just to be clear, so you are not in a relationship with Ricky. That's been over for some years now, I believe that's what you said to me. Um, and so let me ask you this, because when I first tried to do, when I first did the story with Lakia, I was trying to get his family and his side of the story and things like that. And I couldn't really get anyone. So why have you decided to speak now about what's happened? Well, you know, um, social media does its job of switching, you know, the stories and trying to put words in people's mouth. So I just didn't want to involve myself, nor didn't want my uh, daughter dragged into this because it's something serious. Like we're, it's not, it's, this is definitely not a game. So, and you know, like from lawyers saying we shouldn't talk to anybody, but now since social media and people on the internet are just so, you know, they create their own stories and they just assume that they know things. And it's like, no, I don't think it's fair at all for, you know, them to just go off of what Lakia side of the family has to say. 
knowing she did a podcast with you and came back lie detector determined it was a lie of majority mm-hmm. of things that she did say so you know it's like let me just get the truth out on our side so you know people can stop speculating and you know trying to create a this puzzle that's not even the pieces aren't fitting correctly you know Okay. And so, so that's what I want to get into now, as far as Ricky's personality, the type of person he is, do you believe that Ricky is capable of harming his daughter with you, his daughter with Lakia? What are your thoughts about that? Because we have this idea that perhaps there may have, something has taken place either. They, I mean, here's the bottom line of it. They, either one of them, they have to know, someone has to know where this child is. So, so do you believe that Ricky is capable of either throwing a baby against the wall, harming this child in any way and, and get ri- getting rid of her body? Absolutely not. Um, like I said, me and Ricky have our own child together and he has been the greatest father to her. They have all these little inside jokes and games and things you play. And the fact that they came out with an article saying that, you know, he got upset that she wet the bed and stuff like that. Let me just be the first one to say that Ricky was the first one to um, decide to want to potty train our daughter. And so when that came about, when everything just came together, I'm like, I- I'm so confused. You know, like when we were potty training Harley, when he was like, okay, let's go to the store. Let's get a, you know, a potty so she can start. And, you know, when he was over, um, when he would have Harley, he would be like, oh, she pottied this many times. And, you know, he would be on it. That's not something that, you know, we would take super seriously. Like, this is, we, we have a child together. Um, there's going to be accidents, especially during the toddler stage where you're potty training. So I'm not going to buy that. He got upset that she wet the bed and threw her against the wall or whatever the situation that they're claiming. I wasn't there, so I don't know, but I, it, no, absolutely not. Ricky is not harming a child. We've been around multiple kids, raised multiple children, um, during our relationship. And that's just, that that's just the hardest part to believe about this whole situation is you're not going to say that he hurt a child at all and it's not going to fly with me so mm. we've we've had an agreement when we had our daughter you know we're doing this respectful parenting we're not whooping and whatever no that's not and and so and so and, and that leads me to the million dollar question why won't Ricky talk why is why do we not know where Zayla is why won't he say where she, she is if whoever's responsible for having her or whatever, why won't he just point blank say what's going down so he can get out of jail? You know what I mean? It seems simple right. enough. Right, exactly. And that's what that's what everyone's been thinking the same. And I'm like, and as far as I'm concerned, he know he feels like everything that Lakia has been selling to him obviously is a lie because when they were on the road, I guess he was she was telling him like, Oh, Zayla is with Brianna, aka her sister, who lives out of state. And he was and he was under the impression that she was sending him, uh, sending Zayla like her birthday card and her um, Thanksgiving and reaching out and stuff like that, writing letters. So that's what the he actually did give the police the address that he believed that she was at. That's where Lakia was saying that she was at. So I don't think he knows honestly where she's at. And if she does, he believes that she's somewhere south with her side side of the family. Okay, so what do you know about the last time he saw her? What did he say? Did Because Lakia is saying that he took Zayla that day when she had that job interview and he wouldn't give her back. What is your understanding of what transpired that day? So my understanding, so two days prior to that, that's when, um, or a day or two, yeah, prior to their, you know, vacation or disappearance or whatever, Harlan was with Ricky at home with Zayla and I FaceTimed her on the or I FaceTime Harlan on the phone and I'm like hey what are you doing because that was his weekend to have her um they're playing together on FaceTime so that was the last time I saw her nothing seemed out of the ordinary they're jumping on the bed and throwing ball pit stuff on the ground you know just playing sisters are playing um so I mean I I don't honestly don't even know it's 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 crazy um did he tell you that Everything he gave? Sounded, yeah, I'm gonna say, did he did he say he gave Zayla back to her, or did yeah, he, so, how, how did Zayla leave his presence? That's what I'm wondering. Okay, yeah, so um, he had a job interview. I know that um, she was not like that. Lakia was not welcome in her house, in his mom's house. So then 
um, he goes to an interview, comes back, or during that time, I'm not 100% sure on how it went, but at some point, Ricky gave Lakia, uh, Zayla back to Lakia. Lakia goes home, was going to meet up after his interview, whatever. Then um, I guess they agree to meet at the park later on after his interview to get Zayla back because he wanted to, he went to the interview. So then he's like, okay, meet at the park. Then he was saying it took her a kind of a long time to get to the park. And I know that it's right across, like right around the area where she lives. So um, he's like, yeah, I'm waiting there for her. And then she pulls up and he's like, oh, like, where is they? Then she proceeds to say, oh, she went with my mom, Carla and Willie or her mom's boyfriend to, she was going to take them out of town to go visit family or whatever, in either in Texas or in California. And prior to that, Lakia was already in Texas um, a month prior to this. I don't know what she was doing out there, but um, when I did have a conversation with Carla, she was telling me, you know, when she was in Texas, she was letting random people keep Zayla. So I didn't really, I, uh, I, I kind of figured that she was with her side of the family. Okay. And so I just want to clarify some stuff too. So on uh, around that week of that leading up to August 25th, Ricky had a job interview as well, or was it just Lakia? Because you said job interview, and I just want to make sure whose job interview you're, are you referring to? Oh, I'm talking about Ricky's orientation or interview, drug test, whatever. Some Something happened that Ricky had to go to, and okay. he had to leave. So then he left. Uh, he left Zayla with Kiki, and I think that she had a key to his mom's house. So she was inside of the house till he got back. And no one was there at the house, I don't believe. Do you remember what, um, what day that was? Was that the 25th? Or what? do you know what day that was compared that to was, when they... It had to have been the 20... Either the 21st or the 22nd when they left. Okay. So I think it was earlier in that day. And mind you, I was already gone. I had already left for... I had already left for out of town on the, on the 22nd when they disappeared. So I was already gone. Okay. So, and so, and actually, let me just backtrack a little bit too. Mm -hmm. So tell me and explain to me the origins of your relationship with Ricky, how you know Lakia, how are you guys all in this, this mix together? Because well, I understand there's two mothers of his children, things like that. Right. <laughs> but there was this, this weird, and sounds like it's a, a crazy dynamic between the three of you. So t explain that to me. So um, me and Ricky met in high school. I was a sophomore. He was a senior. Um, then we, years down the line, we start working at a um, call center and I started working there first and then Ricky work starts working there a couple months after me. And I guess Lakia and him work, were in the same, um, you know, hiring or orientation class. So that's how they met. And then after that, I know that they had a like, you know, group chat with the new hires and stuff like that, that they, you know, catch up on with things. But I never really, other than APAC, I don't even think I've seen her until she came and knocked on my door two days prior to the to them leaving. So I really never had a conversation with her until, I mean, face to face, but she's been harassing me since <laughs> I can remember. So um, yeah, that's, I met her probably back in 2012, 2013. Okay. Okay. So, so we have that. So people understand kind of when you guys all met and things like that. Okay. Yeah. So let me get, let me get back to, to the, the, at the point of when Zayla disappeared. Um, so from your understanding around the 25th or whatever, tell me, tell me again. So, so Ricky is saying that, that Lakia told him he gave Zayla, she gave Zayla to someone in her family and then they just decided to go on a road trip together. Is that, I mean, like, what was that? So, so from my understanding is he gave Zayla to Lakia. Lakia then goes home with the baby, whatever, with her for half the day until Ricky gets home. Then when they meet up, she's like, "Oh yeah, they're going. They're on the way to. They're on their way to California or where? I don't really remember where their first stop was. Just so many places, but that they're on their way to. They were following her. They're like, okay, well we're right behind. We're, we're right behind her. Like we're basically following Carla to see where to get Zayla from her mom. So I guess they get to California and they're going into different houses or going to different houses. And he's she's stopping at places." And he's like, okay, she's knocking on people's doors and then coming back out and like, looks like she's talking to somebody and then he'll get, she'll get back in the car. And then he's like, well, where's Ayla? She's like, oh, she's so-and-so going to the next spot. So they get in the car, go somewhere else, like trying to, you know, follow where Carla or whoever took Zayla at the, at the time. Um, so that's 
how the like disappearance I guess went I'm not sure on you know where they went to or who said that they had her but she came to my house about like I said two days before the situation happened unannounced she she claimed that she found my address out by herself like no one told her so that's kind of scary to know that people will (laughs) just stalk you and you know trying to find out where you live but yeah that's how that first started okay now and I remember you mentioned to me that for some reason Lakia showed up to your house and asked you was Zayla there what was that and when was that yeah so that was that's what I'm referring to so that was probably the I want to say it was the 20th or the 21st she knocked on my door it was like nine in the morning and she comes over with her cousin and uh, right when I open the door, her cousin looks familiar. So I look at her really quick. I'm like, what? And then and then Kiki proceeds to say, oh, I'm not here with the rah-rah bullshit. I'm just here to see, um, do you have Zayla? I'm like, why would you think it would be okay for me to have your child? Like, me and you are definitely not on, we're not cordial at all. So <clears throat> the fact that you think that I would have your kid just because of, yeah, I mean, I can understand, but no, I did not have your, your child. So then... Um, later on in the day, like she leaves and she's like, okay, well, do you know where D'Angelo lives? I'm like, I have no idea. D'Angelo is Ricky's brother. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't know where he lives either. Like, and she's like, okay. And then I call Ricky and I'm like, Hey, uh, he's at his orientation. So this is probably, I think this was Monday. I want to say it was Monday. And I'm like, uh, your baby mom just came to my house. Like <laughs> she said, you didn't give her your address. You know, she said she, figured it out on her own, how to, you know, find out where I live. And he's like, okay, well, I'm at this orientation or drug test or whatever. Um, I'll call her. And then I did, and then that was that after that. Okay. So, so, so from my understanding, like the baby was already with her and, you know, that was it. Okay. So just to wrap this up from what your understanding is before I move on to the next phase of this is that there is, um, um, from what you understand, Ricky gave Zayla back to Lakia. You're saying that he told you that she had the baby, and then at some point she says the baby's with her family, so that's what he's thinking, and then they're following her family to California, supposedly, but this really never turns out to be much of anything. So right. so we get so we get to the to the part to the portion of this road trip, right? So once they, this Friday or whatever day, they take off on this road trip, this four month journey of whatever they were doing. Yeah. What was your communication with Ricky throughout this, throughout this journey that he was on with Lakia? What was going on there? Yeah. So I feel like I was one of the main people who Ricky did get in contact with when he was, you know, out there. So he called probably a week after and mind you, Ricky, Ricky just disappearing and you know like going on going out and going to different states he does that on his own like so that wasn't that didn't like shock me I was just like okay you know they he left he's gone he just needs some time to himself so when he calls me like a week later I'm like this is after social media and everyone's like posting missing and you know and I'm like hi uh you know that people are looking for you right <laughs> like where is they like he's like what do you mean where is they left and um, they're saying that you, Lakia, and Zayla are, you know, missing, and people are saying that you kidnapped them, and just all these things. He's like, I gave I gave Zayla back to Lakia. Like, what what are you talking about? I'm like, well, somebody they're not gonna make this up. Like, where where is the baby? Because Carla had went to Latanya's house that time, saying, um, which is Ricky's mom, um, reported them missing, or saying like they they went missing together. So, um, you know, he's like, oh, I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm at a pay phone. I'm at a bus stop. I don't really understand. Um, she's a, she's holding like a gun to my head in the car and stuff like that. I just really don't know what's going on. Um, I do have my phone. He has a, he had another phone on him. He's like, I do have another phone. But if she sees that I have another phone, that it's she's, she's threatening to kill me and stuff like that. So I'm like, at first, I'm like, this sounds so crazy. Like, I wasn't even prepared for that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to believe, you know, and like I said, social media does a great job of, you know, portraying somebody to be this person and have you even thinking like, dang, is this really even, is it, is it, is this true? But it's like, no. So, you know, he'll call from time to time and then his phone, and then I guess she had found out that the phone was in the car and then it was a whole um, ordeal. Then they start driving around some more and, 
you know, I kept in contact with him probably at least once a week. And then towards the end of their trip, once they were settled, like in Texas or whatever, he would call every day to talk to um, my daughter. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let, let me get into this whole thing about, um, um, so when he gets arrested, what do you think? about that. So when they come back and through all this whole four month journey, he gets arrested, I think late November, first part of December. Yeah. I think of it was 2018. Yeah. So, so what goes through your mind when he gets arrested and then when he gets charged eventually with, with like, with murder, what do you think about that? So, yeah, from, from the beginning, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. Obviously I'm like, well, if you're in town, like I'm just like, so many things are running through my mind. Like, okay, they both don't have their kids. There, and Ricky was the only one that got arrested. So obviously a lot of things are running through my mind. I'm like, what is happening? So at first it was just, um, he was just held on charges of his mom's car being taken and stolen and stuff like that. And then I think it was just the child abuse and child neglect um, from the fraud statements that Lakia has made and accusations that she said about against you know Ricky abusing Zayla and sending bruises and stuff like that later to come to find out that she lied about that also so um there's no abusing as my understanding and um so you know I was I was I didn't know what to say I'm like what he called me right when he got there he's like yeah I'm in jail um you know can can you help me figure this out I'm like well just where is the baby at he's like Brie I have no idea where she is I'm like you know he sounded worried but I'm like no because this is a serious issue she the, the two year, she was two at the time like there's a two-year-old missing like they don't just get up and walk away like you know and then so my thing is like where is Lakia and wh what does she have to say and so my mind was going crazy while he was in there and you know she was out and he was telling me all the stories and all the threats that she was making to him I'm like well if you're arrested I feel like both of you need to be in there because hmm. both of you guys went on this trip together I don't understand they claim that Lakia was cooperating. That's why she didn't get arrested at the time. But um, yeah, then that's great. That's when the police gave Lakia his phone. And I'm like, why, why, why would you do that? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it's all over the place. And it's, I, yeah. I, I still can't believe what's going on till this day. Mm -hmm. Almost a year later after this, it's, um, it's a mm -hmm. lot. So there's, there's so much to this story. Um, one of the other things I thought was interesting that, that came about with information and we'll get to that recorded conversation in just a second, but mm -hmm. this $13,000, 13 bands, what, what do you know about that? Like that he supposedly uh, demanded $13,000 from Lakia to give Zayla back. What was the situation? What do you know about that? Uh, I really didn't know anything about that. Um, I, I honestly, like when, when they said 13 bands, the way that he talked, I kind of, I kind of thought it was funny in a way like Ricky talks like that all the time like oh 60 bands this like when we're talking about music or something like that so I I can see because he was like no it wasn't even like I was because I asked him about it, I was like so what are you what are you talking about about you know thirteen thousand dollars like where do you think someone's gonna get that he's like Bree do you, do you really think I expect somebody to come with thirteen thousand dollars in what a day and and my thing is Ricky is a hard worker will work three to four or five jobs no sleep, running on fumes to get something for himself. So him relying on somebody is is not the case. So I don't think that he had expectations really of her bringing that much money. It was just like something that he just wanted to throw out just to be funny. Um, I I couldn't see him saying, oh, for in exchange for your daughter, I need $13,000. That's not, Ricky's not going to do that. And Ricky will cave in. If he's like, oh, I want, like with our daughter, he's like, oh, I want Harlan to sleep over. I'm like, no, really, like, I really just want her to come home <laughs> just because I just feel like I want her. And mm -hmm. he'll be like, no, you're not, you're not going to have, you're not going to have her. And then two hours later, you know, he's like, okay, she knocks at me, he knocks at my door and has Harlan. Like he, he's like a softie with that. And especially during that audio, he knows that, you know, Lakia is, or Zayla is really, you know, attached to her mom. And he didn't really have a lot of time with her, um, before they went missing he only started getting her in february so i don't believe that thirteen thousand dollars was going to be the end all be all to getting her child back i don't i don't believe that at all okay and i just actually just picking up from what you were just saying to me too 
about the fact that Ricky had just barely started seeing Zayla in what, February of, of last year. And, and so, so talk to me about that. And also how many times had you actually physically seen Zayla? Uh, yeah. So he started seeing, he started getting Zayla probably in February and me and him were not together at that time. Um, you know, so I really didn't question that. I mean, he would get my daughter all the time, but I really didn't have knowledge that they would be around each other like that. And so I did I mean, at the end of the day, that's his business. That's his other child that he has to deal with. So I didn't really need to, you know, step in like that. And that is my daughter's sister at the end of the day. Um, but um, the first time that I met Zayla was around Easter, probably like a week after Easter, a couple of days. And um, I pulled up to the house. I opened the door and it's my niece, my daughter and Zayla is there and obviously Ricky. And um, I walk in the door and Zayla's just standing there like just super quiet you know and then my daughter and niece are running all over the place bouncing off the walls and I'm like hi she's like she goes hi oh hi how are you you know and I sit down on the couch and she comes right over to me puts her hand on my knee like and does not move for like 10 minutes she's like I was like oh what are you guys doing like what's up what's up they had these little um those plastic eggs and they had like broken crayons in them and they were shaking them making noises and stuff so we're all just playing having a good time um they're coloring on the floor um and then they all just fall asleep, like, and then it's, you know, so that was my first encounter with her. Um, she did her, um, she did have a huge, like, patch on her face, so it was like a gauze pad of something, and um, it was pretty big, like, there was, like, a huge thing, and she just looked so sad, and I'm like, something, like, something's wrong, mm-hmm. especially for her to, like, just cling over to me, you know? Um, I kind of felt just like mother, you know, motherly instincts, people just, I'm, I'm like a baby lover. So any kids I'm like, Oh, I want you like, you know, so I kind of found I kind of found that a little off to me. Um, But you know, she was fine. Like, there's no she wasn't like walking around afraid of Ricky, you know, he's like, Oh, what are you doing? Boo boo, like calling all them. Like, like I said, we're getting all them together and coloring. And then the second time was, I honestly don't even remember because it was just so quick. Um, that I, w- I was just picking up Harlan from him and they were all outside mm-hmm. uh, running around in the driveway, blowing bubbles or whatever, riding scooters. And then Harlan got in the car. I saw Zayla really quick and that was it. I just picked, I don't even think I barely got off the car, get, got out the car. I just kept the car running and just got Harlan and that was it. Mm-hmm. But then the last time, like I told you, was on FaceTime like two days before they disappeared when Harlan was playing with her at their house and jumping on the bed and stuff like that she's like yeah I'm playing with my sister and everything seemed fine so I just you know mm-hmm. okay all right so let me see just want to make sure um oh yeah so so let me ask talk about this too because the other part of like why I want to do this interview the way that I'm doing it is because I know that you know when when I was people reached out to me they were like well you know we don't trust the media and this and that so I want to make sure everyone sees this conversation for what it is with no nothing right. added or taken away from it um is there have you spoken to the media before or and why why really didn't you do that before um I, I did it for one the sake of Harlan and then another was Ricky didn't want anyone really to speak out he, he's not the person to like want to not it's not that it's not confrontation he just doesn't want to be in the news and he doesn't want people you know to defend him like that you know mm-hmm. he kind of just wants to do everything for himself and he's like oh I figured it out I figured it out so we were like okay well we're not going to talk then you don't want us to talk we're just letting Lakia let him go with Lakia's story it's it, in in Carla's and they found out like we said Lakia was lying about certain you know subjects and stuff like that and lie detector tests and whatever um so um now I just thought it was a time for both sides to come out it's like this there's no better time than now like the audio that just came out a couple days ago that's raw real you know um and it kind of speaks for itself so now I'm just like let me just get both sides out because I'm tired of them portraying him like he's a monster and a child abuser when I have I saw him being a father firsthand you know like I, I, w- I was with him, like I said, for a long time, especially obviously during my pregnancy. He was helping me out. We were doing classes. He surprised us with our first apartment when I was on my due day, actually. You know, so I just think that it's time for people to know, like, both sides, the truth. There's nothing to hide over here. 
Um, we weren't, we're not, we're not not speaking out because we have Zayla, we're hiding Zayla. It's just, we just wanted to stay out of the media. We didn't think that it, we, honestly, I didn't think it was going to ever get this far to, to any extent, you know, like I didn't think it would, this would be what it is today. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, let me just lay it down on the table. People can see it for what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you think that Zayla is still alive? I do. I do feel like Zayla is still alive. I feel like she's with a family member of Lakia's family or she knows exactly where she is or what she did to her child. Like, and it's scary because she's not saying anything, but in the audio, she's like, you know, I'm out here doing criminal activity. I'm giving you stolen federal property. And, you know, I'm, it's just, it's just off to me. It doesn't, it's not, it's off. So what did you think about the recordings? Do you think Ricky took other recordings and why do you think he did that in the first place? Yeah, so he does have uh, he did have other recordings in his phone. Um, he had got in contact with somebody on the road. I believe it was his sister or his cousins or something like that. Um, and he he just couldn't believe it. He's like, no, like uh, so, something just feels wrong, you know. And so they were like, well, you need to start recording everything just in case, like something you need to record her conversations if you feel like she's crazy and you may think that something may happen to you or she's gonna harm herself. So for his precaution he started recording on his phone so he has a whole bunch of like you know many snippets of conversations and you know during their whole I don't I haven't heard any other ones I feel like that was the main one that I listened to but um yeah like the DA and the police say that they have a lot of audio on their trip mm -hmm. have you ever known for Ricky to be in trouble have any kind of law record situation criminal activity or anything like that no, last time Ricky was in like 18 years old and went to juvie for, I don't, I don't even remember. <laughs> I, I don't think I met him at this time, but he was there when he was like, yeah, 18 or 17 or something like that. That was the last run in with anybody. Mm -hmm. Do you think, <clears throat> so I know his trial date is set up for next year. Um, are you going to be there every day? What is your plan with that? Yeah. Um, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to stand by him, you know, like, um, I, I just I just want him to have a fair chance at everything and that's why I also wanted to do this interview is because I don't want they're they're, they're only going off of what Lakia is saying at this point just because no one is talking and um yeah I will be there at trial every single day and I I don't want it to get that far like I hope that she's found soon or you know but I will I will be there well, it's amazing that, you know, I just, I'm just trying to figure out why Ricky won't talk. You know what I mean? It's I know. top, get out of, he's tell just, what you stubborn. know, get out of jail. He's stubborn, Taurus, bold. That's what, that's why. Wow. <laughs> he just, he's very, he's very, um, he's, yeah, he, and especially in certain situations like this, in the audio, I kind of feel like you can tell that he's, you know, wanting to try to help her in a way to, you know, <clears throat> calm her down and, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I, and I call, and every time I talk to him, I'm like, you need to talk to somebody. You need to talk to somebody now. He did speak to the FBI though, um, which they did. I don't think they mentioned that. They just kind of say that he's uncooperative. And I mean, they, like I said, the media doesn't really know a lot that's been going on. They just kind of try to piece stuff together. But yeah, he's, he's talked to the FBI, but as of now, I don't think he knows what to say. He's telling them all that he could. He's like, my understanding is she's in, the south with his, her sister Brianna <clears throat> and that's it um mm -hmm. and then he gave them he gave them her address and supposedly they went to go check and see if she was there but I'm not I don't I'm not 100% sure that's accurate okay so so I, I'll wrap up pretty quick here but I want you to to I guess at the very least if there's anything that you want to clear up to clarify to put on a table about the situation or anything like that is there anything left that we did not talk about um, I, I, I mean, yeah, I feel like this is honestly a setup. I mean, people can listen to the audio. I mean, I'm sure you'll post it or people have seen it of the conversation. Um, Lakia, I believe just doesn't have like a motherly bone in her body. She's been causing problems with me and Ricky from the beginning, threatening me, threatening my family, threatening my friends. Um, you know, it's just this, this situation is, absolutely crazy um let me make sure I hit all my points too because I'm like I had to write some notes because I had to just be ready you know what let um, me ask you this too while you're while you're doing that I remember Lakia mentioning that Ricky's state of mind he was like suicidal at some point and all this other stuff have you ever known for him to have like issues like that I wouldn't say it was like issues um 
you know, everyone has their days where they, you know, feel more depressed than others or, you know, just going through certain things. It wasn't like every single day he was suicidal or what. No, I mean, he definitely was down in the dumps a couple of times and, you know, had had cries out for help. But Ricky's the type of person who he doesn't want to ask for help. He doesn't want, you know, he wants everyone to be okay. He wants to make sure that everyone's okay before himself. So he will put himself last in any situation just to make sure that he's okay but um you know like I said me and Ricky have been around many kids before nieces god kids you know um we've raised them since little kids so just the fact that they're trying to create him to be this monster it's like I just want him to know like I want people to know Ricky is not this person Ricky is intelligent he is smart a great dad he will give you the shirt off his back last dollar he will anything anything that you need Ricky will always put you in a place to you know better yourself and as far as the fake accusations of bruises like I said I will I'll send you the the images so that you can include also of you know her lying saying that Ricky abused her Ricky abused Zayla that is Ricky abused Zayla and um sent pictures and then a couple days later said you know she was trying to stir up drama just because of um you know her reasoning I feel like her reasoning being she was upset that, you know, Ricky didn't want to be with her anymore. That was their situation was what it was. She lied from the beginning saying that, you know, um, she wasn't going to have the baby in the beginning. And so under his, his understanding was, okay, the reason why he hasn't been in her life was because she was saying that that wasn't his kid, you know? So it did take him a while. He's not a deadbeat father. She's you know, saying all these things, I'm like, I just don't understand how it can be so black and white with my daughter in that. So you're telling me, you know, Rick, I'll drop Harlan off over there and Zayla will be there too, but he's going to take Zayla in a different room and beat her up, but my child comes back fine. And, it, you know, that just doesn't make sense. And then, you know, she just, she's been causing problems. And I, the people who, because I don't, like I said, I don't really know her, but ever since this conversation or ever since this thing has been going on, people have been reaching out to me saying, yeah, you know, she didn't really seemed like she was in the right state of mind you know she was a little crazy and stuff like that and people just couldn't believe it and um so you know um like she said she told she said when she came back she was going to say that she wasn't a victim and that you know she set everything up and and everyone in her family are manipulators so I wouldn't be surprised if someone in her family has Zayla and that's upsetting that I feel like the DA and investigators are not taking that serious they're, they're just going with the story and trying to pin it all on him just because that's what the media is obviously showing you. And so now Ricky is locked up on 23 and one, like he is telling lies on lie detector tests. And, you know, like no one has any care for what's going on. And Ricky, yeah, like, yeah I understand that he's not talking or cooperating, but hi, can you give me a second? <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna appear on the screen. Can you go upstairs really quick? I'll come get you in a second. Yeah. Okay, just stand right here then. Um, you know, if and if she planned this out, um, he really doesn't know where she's at. And I can I can honestly see that. Like Ricky is very, very smart, but she is so manipulative and she like I said before, she switched up so many stories in me and his relationship and, you know, try to split us apart just because she's jealous. And I feel like she kept Zayla, she only kept Zayla to keep, try to keep Ricky around. And that just wasn't working for her. So I her love for Ricky, I feel like she would honestly do anything. So if she, I, I, I feel like she knows exactly where her child is and, or what she did with her child. I, I feel like they need to definitely take a look at her car that was sold during this open investigation, because I don't feel like it's fair for her to be able to say like they had a car that smelled like whatever in the car and then they have their car um you know impounded in Texas when they got arrested and the car was already cleared so now I'm like okay well now you need to go get her mom's car that you said smells like or a car that smells like meat the Texas car, his mom's car was already cleared with a fine tooth fine tooth comb you know with investigation but yet her mom sells the car during an open investigation and then files for custody of Zayla. So, if, I mean, I totally get it. Like we were talking about, she was probably worried like, okay, if she does come back, 
she if something happens to the parents then she'll have custody but it's like that's just odd to me like I just I, I really want everyone to have a, I, I want Ricky to have a fair chance at getting out and I just know that she will do anything to try to keep him in here and the fact that her story changed so much was um I don't know it's it's a little too much um uh, so so the bottom line is you think that Lakia set him up because she didn't she was jealous or why do you think like oh, why yeah. would she set him up well so so the reason why they his his understanding was going to Texas you know getting settled in Texas was she felt like she needed help, you know, getting on her feet for Zayla. He, she felt like, um, oh, you did all this for Brianna during your guys' relationship. You, oh, I mean, you owe me. I mean, you owe it to me to, you know, help me get on my feet at least for me and Zayla mm-hmm. to live this life. And Ricky will go anywhere, you know, do whatever for his kids and make sure that obviously the mother of his child or state, the mother of his children are stable. So he will go above and beyond. He will work jobs for me until I get a job, you know. So it wasn't that that didn't sound like crazy. But her saying that, oh, we're, we can't start a relationship and without Zayla and stuff like there, you were never in a relationship. It was never a relationship. She didn't know, she doesn't know any of his family members except for his mom. Like she was never brought around the family. It wasn't like that. So she is creating this thing in her mind that they had this whole relationship. It's like, no, there was a situation to where you fell pregnant with Zayla and that's that. And he wants to take care of responsibilities and all that and you lied from the beginning saying that this wasn't his kid and then now you want to you want to hound everybody else and say that oh he's a deadbeat and stuff like that but behind closed doors you're really saying that he's not a deadbeat and that he's a great father and she and she even said she was he was the one to help her potty potty train Zayla and go to the bathroom by herself and she was posting all on Twitter like I'm so thankful that my baby's dad is in my life now and she um helping me with Zayla and stuff so I just I can't, I can't see, I'm, I'm not going to, unless I hear it out of his mouth that he did anything to a child, I'm not believing it. And everyone can really just stop with the accusations and because it's just not getting anywhere. Like he was under the impression he was helping her get on her feet in Texas. And that was that. Then in December, they were supposed to come back because I guess um, the authorities put out a statement saying that they needed to speak with them. And then they come back and then they said they get pulled over by police. And then that, that with the, with the, um, you know, with the whole case. And, you know, that's when he got arrested and that was that. So, so the whole thing, and just, just to kind of clarify too, um, the whole thing with, uh, you know, you, you, you believe that he would never in any way hurt a child in any way. And um, then I'm thinking about the thud that his mother supposedly told investigators about that she heard. What right. do you know about this thud with, was the Zayla using the bathroom on herself and all of that? Yeah. So, um, like I said, I know I know what the house looks like. I know what room happened. I, I, so I'm easy. It's, it's easy to you know I'm envision it in my head. So Ricky told me that he was mo- he was folding the um, folding the little fold- it's like those gymnast mats you know that are on the floor you pull out. That's that's where um, Harlan and they would make he'd make like cute little bed on the ground for them. They can have their little sleepovers. So he was folding it up, and I feel like that's what hit the side of the wall or hit the dresser, hit the wall, or whatever the case may be, and then that's why and so then that's the thud comes out of the room his mom's coming out he's holding Zayla I believe and um then Tanya comes out and whatever they talk about when you really I would, I would like I said I wasn't there so I don't know but um he puts Zayla in the shower um and then goes to sleep the next day Tanya uh, Ricky comes out the room saying that he needs to be driven to an interview yeah need an orientation or whatever she peeks in Zayla's just sleeping on the ground um so I feel like they failed to mention that she was seen the next day um because after they they say oh she hears a thud and that's the last time that they heard of it but then it's oh later on in the day they google how to look up seizures and then Ricky goes to a smoke shop to get a pre-roll for a two-year-old like that's (laughs) that's that's the thing like I, I was in a situation before where I had to be rushed to the hospital to having like a seizure-like symptom called tremors or whatever. Ricky, I think he left out the house without shoes on to take, to drive me probably, we, we should have, like I said, we should have got a ticket driving on the way to the hospital because he was driving so fast. So I, I'm not buying that he saw his child have a seizure and was like Googled it and then went to uh, the, the smoke shop to get a pre, so like, are they trying to say that he let a two-year-old smoke a joint 
for a seizure like that that's not I'm not gonna buy that so Hmm. um yeah so it's like it's just so crazy to me it's it's unbelievable so I mean when when I asked him about that I was like yo like why are they saying that you went to go to a smoke shop and weed and stuff like that she was like we were in the house then she all of a sudden Lakia felt like she was gonna feel she was feeling like sick and she's like I can't do this I'm too stressed out can you please go drive me to go get a pre-roll that's why he drove to the smoke shop and got the pre-roll for her it's not Hmm. he's not going to get a pre-roll for his child and then as far as the seizure seizure search Ricky I don't know if anyone knows but Ricky worked with his grandmother in a behavioral health um you know, like a facility, I don't know, facility office or whatever. So he helped people who, you know, had a history of seizures, has a history of multiple sclerosis or, you know, just mental illnesses or, you know, body illnesses that they can't do anything. So I went with Ricky multiple times to, you know, drop stuff off to older people, like somewhere far, like in, almost like in Henderson, you know, to, he would bring them groceries and stuff like that. So him searching up a seizure, I can definitely see like, okay, that's a part of his job. He's trying to help, you know, find out ways to help people who have seizures or something like that. Yeah, it may not have been the best timing, I guess, for the situation, but he was even telling me like, if they look back, I'm sure they have something in my phone that says a multiple sclerosis, what helps with that. So the whole seizure search, he's not, he's not going to go to a, oh, Sorry. You still there? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I was getting incoming calls. Um, he's not going to go to a, a smoke shop or a dispensary to get weed for his child. Mm-hmm. And that, that I'm not, I'm not buying that situation. Um, so wetting the bed is, that's not a big deal. Like when me and Ricky used to, you know, have Harlem, we'd take like family showers, Harlem would pee, run around the house and pee. You know, it was funny. Like that's, that's our kid. It's our, I feel like her, her bodily fluid is from me. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I'm not seeing him getting upset over wetting the bed, knowing that that's a part that one, that was a part of what you wanted to start doing with the girls anyways. Mm-hmm. But now they're saying that you just got so upset over wetting the bed. If anything, he's probably upset that he has to wash the sheets for like the fourth time, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's it. Like he's not getting upset mm-hmm. that a child had an accident especially like I said dealing with all the kids that we've had he's done he didn't had poop on his shirt and out in public and just you know it's just mm-hmm. bad bad vibes I guess so do you think you'll do, have you had to testify or do you have to do you think you will um so I testified in front of the grand jury before and that's before they uh, oh I'm so sorry what is happening there we go um yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure I got subpoenaed before they pushed the trial date back. I was already subpoenaed to go back uh, for trial. And um, so, yeah, they I, I, definitely I feel like they created me to be this huge, you know, witness in this case. And I, like I said, I wish I had more information on where she is. And it's very, very sad that she's away, probably in an f- unfamiliar space. Or maybe she's not. Maybe she's with family. Uh, but and being along, being away from your parents for this long is just it it it, it, it does damage, especially within like the first three hundred, um, you know, like a thousand days of your life or something like that. Like the first three years of your life, you're really, you know, your brain and everything. And I'm just a lot into like children stuff and development and things like that. So I know that's doing damage to her, not being in a, a familiar environment. And it's sad. It's like I. I really wish the cue would say what happened because um, that audio just doesn't, it's not doing it for me. The audio is basically her, you know, admitting her fault, saying that she did something wrong. But then again, it's like, she's saying that she's with Brianna and I don't, and she's not talking about me because like I said, I've never had her. Then they had people randomly come to my house and check my house and make sure that my child is, you know, has food and making sure that she has a bed to stay. And I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> mm. So, you know, it's straight. Yeah, it's, um, it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Now you said you, you were going to check your list. You want to make sure you check everything you want to oh, say. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah.
Oh, and that's oh, that's another thing. Like with he, like Lakia saying that I did have Zayla at one point. My thing is, one, we're not even close. Me and you are not even close to where you would even. I wouldn't even feel like you would be cool with me having Zayla in my presence if you don't like me. Like I get it. I have another child with Ricky and everything like that, but I would not leave my child with her. So the fact that you know she was um, she was saying that she was with me, but one never reached out. I'm like, if you're starting a whole new life out in Texas or whatever, and I have your child, regardless, it does not matter. You're going to get in contact with me. You find a way every other time to, you know, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Twitter, you know, harass me, whatever. So the fact that you did not reach out to me one time for believing that you, I had your child, like you didn't ask, you didn't, you didn't send anything to my house. You know where I live. You knew my address, obviously. So if you were out, you could have sent a card. You could have sent something and nothing. Didn't reach out one time even if I were to have Zayla so she she um she's a she's a piece of work um you know I um this this whole thing is just <laughs> I just can't believe it I'm just like how is someone in a situation like this and how do you not know where your child is at that's why it's just so bizarre I'm like and when I talked to Ricky he was telling me Zayla was never even in the car with them at all he he said he left her where he left her with Kiki and she took her to her mom then all of a sudden her mom had this surgery around the time that they went missing it's just things just don't add up you know like there's just a lot of things that I'm like that doesn't make sense now I'm like okay well I want receipts to where the car is at now I'm asking you know detective can you go find the car that 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 um they, that Lakia was in you know to search that and I, I just don't feel like anyone's doing a big part of that um also, the living environment at that, like Ricky was telling me about how Zayla was living over at um, Lakia's house, that it was just the stepdad didn't want Zayla um, crying and stuff like that. So he had kicked Zayla and Carla or Kiki and Zayla out of the house because she was crying too much. But she was, Ricky would say like how she was walking around the house and like little tiny shorts around the stepdad. It was just so weird, like very, very strange. And I'm like, okay, and Ricky doesn't put up with that. He's like, mm, no, let me take you out of that environment. You're not going to be around in booty shorts. You're two years old, you know, like, so I feel like that house is, there's, there's something that's more to be said. And I'm just not, I'm not buying it because when I met up with Carla, it was, she, she had this whole belief that, you know, she's, Ricky is pimping her out somewhere in Las Vegas and, you know, um, she'll do anything for her daughter and then then to come to find out it's both of them are charged with the same thing your daughter is on a recording saying that she set everything up that everyone else that, that she's with is manipulators that Ricky has done no wrong to anybody in the family for them to react like this except for out of Lakia's insecurities and things like that so um you know, I just like I said I just wanted everyone to know like the real Ricky he is not an evil person like a our daughter is fine, beautiful, you know, she's great. She misses her dad. It's, and it's unfair that, yes, while, yes, Zayla is out here and nobody knows where she's at, I do have a daughter who is missing her dad right now. And it's almost been a year and she's, who knows when she's going to see him again. And it's, that's a hard part about it, you know. Um, she, that is her, and that, like I said, that is her sister at the end of the day. She talks about her all the time. Um but, uh, you know, she'll open up about certain things, you know, where they said they were at the park and there was an incident at the park. And my daughter repeated that. Mind you, she's two years old at the time. She repeated that incident very clearly of what happened, you know, of Lakia getting mad at Zayla for falling down at the park and then Lakia whooped her. Or how um, our niece was told by Zayla that her mom tried to erase her face. And that's why that thing was on her face. And then it started, started making sense. I'm like, this girl is like not being taken care of. And so that's when Rick, when Ricky was like, okay, then they came up with stories of the baby having cancer or something like that. So Ricky tried his, was, was going to be on his job to, you know, get custody of Zayla or get on the birth certificate or start actually having custody because at the end of the day, he's, yeah, it took him longer than it should have, but you know, he, from the beginning, he believed that that wasn't his child. And until like the tests and stuff like that were going to come out or he just wanted to own up to it. He, he's going to treat every single child like 
the first one, the second one, the third one, they're all the same. Hmm. So I'm not, I'm not gonna, he's, he's not, he's not singling any child out. There's no abuse going on ever. So it's, it's, it doesn't make sense. Ricky's not putting his hand on a child. And that's just not flying with me, knowing how he is with our daughter. And I feel like that's why I can speak on that whole incident. Ricky's not throwing a child. Ricky is 6'3", like 170, 175 on a good day. <laughs> like, yeah, he's big. He's not throwing a child. A, like, no, that's not fine. He might throw her up in the air and try to catch her and do all the tickles and all the things. But hurting a child, that's, you're, just, you're not going to come at Ricky's character that way. And um, I just feel like, you know, the audio speaks volumes. Everyone should be investigating and it should be a fair trial both sides should be speaking out and have everyone's truth be out um and like I said for my daughter's sake I didn't want all this to have to blow up I would I didn't think I was gonna have to speak to anybody or whatever but I just felt like it was time and just to set the record straight that that's not the person that he is okay did you you you, you went down your checklist you gotta... <laughs> let okay. me double check one more um okay um I mean, I'm going to assume that everyone on your thing is going to listen to the audio. So I just want everyone to like listen to the audio and, you know, take bit, take take what you want away from it, obviously. But it it's plain as day as what is going on. I do just feel like she knows something that's going on and he's completely just blindsided or just does not want to get her in trouble. He doesn't, he wants her to say what he wants. He never wanted to take Zayla away from her mom, you know, um, He's a very, he loves, like he said in the audio, he loves his mom to death. So I can't see him wanting to take Zayla away from and like another, um, um, another comfortable, he doesn't want to take her from a comfortable environment and put her in situations to where she's not comfortable. So obviously having them, having Lakia around and stuff like that was definitely helpful and um, do that transition and stuff like that. But um <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> uh, no, no. I'm, I hate. That's why we having this conversation. So this is this is. Yeah, I mean, we've talked for almost. I'm looking at the thing. It's almost an hour. So this has been a very in depth conversation. I, think, I just want to make sure I'm not missing any points because I'm just. Yeah. You know, I'm just tired. I know I'm gonna get. You know, I'm gonna get backlash on the video or two or whatever. I really don't care. I just know what I'm saying is true, and no one can tell me otherwise about how he was. You know, to our how our daughter. Um, to our daughter, like relationship wise is a whole other conversation. But right now we're talking about children involved and there's a missing child who is out in this world. She's probably scared for her life. And that that hurts my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one more, I just can't find it. Come on, come on, come on. Okay. Um, No, no, I think, yeah, I think I pretty much, you know, covered everything. All right. Okay. So what I'm going to do is, um, actually I'm going to post this today. Okay. Um, the whole thing in its entirety and right. then I'm just kind of go from there. And honestly, I will, you know, see if Lakia's family has any kind of response to this because that's, you know, as a journalist, that's what I need to do. And then just kind of go from there. But but I will post this as it is, just so people understand. You know, and people don't trust the media and we say we added stuff. I'm like, nope, this is exactly <laughs> what it was. You know what I mean? Just saying, like, seriously. Raw, so, real, straight. Yeah, uncut. raw, raw and uncut, straight up. So, um, and and I will be waiting for the, um, for, uh, you said you had some some snapshots of some, some yeah, social media say. posts and things like that. So if anything, I may edit some of those things into this so people can understand exactly what you're talking about as I, you know, in that section. So um, other than that, I think we'll be good to go. And like I said, I'll post it today, probably within the next hour or so. And then, okay. you know, that'll be it. 
Perfect. Yeah. Okay. I'll send those to you shortly and we should be good to go. All right, Brianna. Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Intrigued Full Effect, Curious Cases, Disappearances, and Other Stuff podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the host. The primary purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. The host of this podcast assumes no liability or responsibility for any activities in connection with opinions shared in the podcast. The podcast and blog associated with it shall not be used in any legal capacity or as a basis for expert testimony. Any copyright material in the podcast is approved by the owner or as part of the public domain. Music by Pond5.